0: everybody, Abby here. We have something very special for you tonight, all the way from New York City. Now, this episode may not send you off to the land of Nod with the snoozel-woozles, but it may teach you a thing or two about bedtime stories. We're bringing you a crossover episode with the Who Smarted podcast, where their trusty narrator and I will let you in on the secrets of why a good bedtime story works like magic. If you like this episode, there's much more crazy science and mind-boggling history for you to learn over on the Who Smarted podcast. And as always, I'll be here to calm you back down again when it's time for bed. So sit back and enjoy. The Story of Bedtime Stories, with Who Smarted. Before we begin, a quick message for the grown-ups. If you'd like to support our podcast, enjoy ad-free listening, unlock four bonus stories per month, and much, much more, you can join Coco Club. Subscribe in just two taps via the link in the show notes. But now, here's a quick word from our sponsors.
1: Hey. Smarty Pants, you hear that? That's the clock in my bedroom. And right now, it's telling me it's 2.37 a.m. Normally, I'd be fast asleep at this hour. But guess what? I can't sleep. Instead of getting valuable rest and recharging my brain and body, I'm just laying in bed, staring at the ceiling, listening to my clock. Have you ever had trouble falling asleep, Smarty Pants? Yep. It's pretty common, and it happens to almost everyone. Also, have you ever noticed how much louder your clock sounds when you can't sleep? So, smarty pants, what do you do when you can't sleep? Call it out. Uh Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. I'm hearing counting, reading, doing exercise, taking a warm bath or shower, coloring or drawing, taking deep breaths. All great answers. There's just one problem. I've already tried all of them. And I'm still awake and wet from my bath. There's got to be something I'm not thinking of. Wait, I got it. Smarty Pants, which of these could help me fall asleep? A bedtime story, a bedtime salad, or a bedtime sing-along? Did you say a bedtime story? Yep, I bet a nice bedtime story could put me right to sleep. But who could I get to read me a bedtime story? At this hour. Oh, I know. I bet Chet Nickerson is awake. That guy never sleeps. Hello,
2: Chet Nickerson answering. Hey, Chet, it's me, trusty. I can't sleep. Have you tried eating an entire box of Chips Ahoy cookies? (laughs) Nom, 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 nom. No. Good, because that definitely will not work. Okay, this might sound weird, but any chance you could read me a bedtime story? Um, I don't have any bedtime stories here, but I could tell you the news. There's been three hurricanes, eight fires, a tsunami, and a rhinoceros on the loose. Also, the stock market is down. You just lost a lot of money. Um... And now, sports! Your favorite team just lost! Again! By a lot! It wasn't even close! You know, Chet, maybe the news isn't the best thing to fall asleep to. Ah, probably not! Maybe that's why I never sleep! Ooh, they just caught the rhinoceros! Gotta go!
1: Great! Now I'm even more wide awake! Oh well, if I'm up, I might as well record some more Who Smarted's. Wait a second. That's it. I could listen to a bedtime story podcast. Oh, and I know just the one. My friend Abby at Coco Sleep tells the most wonderful original bedtime stories, especially designed to take you to dreamland. I'll just put one on and fall asleep in no time. Hmm. Before I use Coco Sleep original bedtime stories to fall asleep, I'm kind of curious. Where did bedtime stories originate? Why are certain stories so good at making you fall asleep? And what differentiates a bedtime story from a story story? Oh, well, I can look that up in the morning. Back to Coco Sleep. Hello, trusty narrator.
0: If you want to know the answers to your bedtime story questions, I can
1: help you. Abby from Coco Sleep? Are, Are you talking to me? Are there any other trusty narrators out there? I don't think so, but there are a lot of smarty pants and Cocoa Sleep listeners. Wait, how are you talking to me through your podcast? Actually, this is my phone. I think you called me by mistake.
0: Oops, I guess I'm a little sleepy after all. Sorry to call so late. It's okay. I'm in the UK. We're five hours ahead, so I was just having my morning coffee.
1: Whew. Well, in that case, Abby, I'd love to take you up on your offer to tell us about bedtime stories. Get ready for a big whiff of science, history, and Cocoa Sleep.
2: On Who's Smarted? Who's Smarted? Who's Smart? Is it you? Is it me? Is it science? Or history? Listen up, everyone. We make smarting lots of fun Who's Smarted.
1: Ah, <sighs> if only I could be making that sound instead of hearing this. But hopefully a good bedtime story can change all that. Abby, what exactly is a bedtime story? A bedtime story is a very sleepy version
0: of a traditional story told to a child, or trusty narrator, at bedtime to prepare the child, or trusty narrator, for sleep. For many families, a bedtime story is part of their nightly bedtime routine or ritual.
1: Smarty Pants, true or false? We know when the first bedtime stories were told. The answer is false. There's no way of knowing exactly when the first bedtime stories were told, because humans have been telling each other stories as long as they've had the ability to communicate. Ah. Smarty Pants, true or false? We know when the term bedtime stories was first invented. The answer, surprisingly, is true. (laughs) The term Bedtime Story was coined by author Louise Chandler Moulton in her 1873 book titled Bedtime Stories, which included classic tales like What Birdie Did, "Maud Granger's New Dress, and Mr. Turk and What Became of Him. Um, these stories don't sound very
0: familiar. No, but that's the beauty of a bedtime story. It doesn't have to be familiar or well-known to be effective. On Coco Sleep, we create original stories with original characters especially designed to help thousands of children
1: fall asleep each night. And one trusty narrator. But first, why are bedtime stories so good at helping you fall asleep, Abby?
0: Bedtime stories make us sleepy because they're designed to make us relax. And when we're relaxed, all our thoughts in our busy heads have been paused until tomorrow. So we find ourselves asleep before we know it. Storytelling has always been a big part of being human. But the bedtime story really kicked in in the early 20th century when researchers realised that soothing rituals were necessary to help children fall asleep. And it's true bedtime stories are still popular, not only because story time is a lovely way for families to spend time together, but also because it's great for taking us away from the real world towards dreamland. As we listen to a story, any thoughts that could keep us awake float away, and instead, we use our imagination. As the lovely images and funny storylines play out in our heads, we soon drift off, And begin to dream instead.
1: That's great! But I have to ask what makes a bedtime story different from a story story? As a trusty narrator, I tell stories all the time, but I wouldn't want the smarty pants falling asleep during them. Although, I'm sure some do. Go ahead, admit it. I
0: thought so. Well, firstly, a bedtime story has to make us feel all warm and fuzzy inside. Nothing scary or sad ever happens in the land of bedtime stories. In order to sleep, we have to get relaxed. And a relaxing story has to be about nice things like talking animals, space rockets, faraway lands, all with sprinkles of magic. Instead of there being problems to solve or villains to beat, there's a funny
1: adventure to go on or lots of kind friends to meet. Also, it's not just the story, is it? Smarty Pants, what else makes a bedtime story so effective?
2: Did you say the way it's told? That's right. This is Chet Nickerson interrupting Trusty Narrator's bedtime story with some late-breaking news. The escaped rhinoceros that was captured turned out not to be a rhinoceros at all, but rather two pranksters wearing a rhinoceros costume. When asked why they did it, they answered, How do Rhino? know? Haha, <laughs> get it? Hey, Trusty, did my story help make you feel sleepy? Um, no. Ah, that's too bad. This is Chet Nickerson reporting on a wave of insomnia sweeping the city with no end in sight. Details at 11.
1: Oh, that was a little bit exciting, wasn't it? It was. So why was Chet's story, while mildly amusing, not good at making
0: me sleepy? Newsreaders need to get everyone's attention. Whereas when we're trying to talk somebody to sleep, we're trying to be a little bit softer in our delivery. Good point.
1: So, Abby, how should a bedtime story be told?
0: Bedtime stories are best told at a pace that is slow and gentle and gets slower and slower towards the end of the story. So we never want a bedtime story to feel attention-grabby like this. Settle down in your bed and close your eyes. If you need to, wriggle your fingers and toes. Give your arms and legs a little shake to get rid of any leftover energy from the day. We want it to be slow, soft and relaxing, like this. Settle down in your bed and close your eyes. If you need to, wriggle your fingers and toes. Give your arms and legs a little shake to get rid of any leftover energy from the day. Snuggle down a bit more and let a soft smile
1: settle gently on your face. Oh, wow. Just your voice and the way you're speaking is already putting me in the mood to fall asleep. No offense.
0: None taken. That's the goal of Coco's sleep and the stories we tell. I've noticed many bedtime stories have animals in them, especially talking animals. Great observation, Trusty. Animals are great to use in bedtime stories because you don't have to ask or wonder how old they are, or where their parents are, or why they're alone or solitary. Animals can go places on their own without a guardian. It removes a lot of the worries a kid might have. Animals also tend to be softer, cuter, fuzzier,
1: and a lot more fun. Smarty pants, besides talking animals... What other elements help make up a good bedtime story? Go ahead. Call some out. Uh Uh-huh. 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 I heard some good answers. We'll find out what Abby has to say right after this quick break. Now back to Who Smarted. So, Abby, what other elements do you find help make up a good bedtime story?
0: Well... Bedtime stories are best when they take place in faraway lands or different worlds, as this can help put us closer to dreamland and eliminate any real-life worries. Ah. It's always best when our characters follow a quest with a simple goal, finding a place or a person or object. This keeps the brain from having to work too hard to follow the story. And, of course, the loveliest bedtime stories are about being kind to yourself and others. Feeling safe, loved, and able to be yourself. That sounds great! We also like to add meditation elements, encouraging you to breathe deeply and focus on lovely images of nature until your worries drift away. And Dreamland appears on the horizon.
1: Trusty, did you just fall asleep? Huh? Huh? What? No, no, no. I would never fall asleep during an episode of Who Smarted. (sighs) Anyways, I was just wondering, are there things a bedtime story shouldn't include? Absolutely. Bedtime
0: stories shouldn't include anything that makes us worried, scared, or stressed. Because any of these feelings would make us feel awake in an instant. So bedtime stories should not include any danger or conflict. Ah. No scary monsters. Or getting lost in the dark. No arguing. And certainly no
1: shouting. That's interesting because some of the classic fairy tales like The Three Little Pigs or Little Red Riding Hood have actual danger and scary big bad wolves. That's
0: true, which is why we find those aren't the best stories to read at bedtime. The key is to make the child relaxed and fall asleep. Not frighten them or have them asking all kinds of questions like, did the wolf actually eat grandma?
1: Good point. Besides falling asleep, are there
0: other benefits to bedtime stories? Definitely. Reading bedtime stories has benefits for both children and parents. The fixed routine of a bedtime story before bedtime can improve a child's brain development, language mastery, and logical thinking skills. Bedtime stories are also great at teaching children values, such as sympathy,
1: selflessness, and self-control. But bedtime stories aren't just for kids, are they? Please say no. Please say no. Please say no. Believe it or not,
0: no. Yes! Adult versions of bedtime stories in the form of audiobooks and podcasts help adults fall asleep without finishing the story. Ah. We have many adults who love falling asleep to
1: Coco Sleep, or stories on the Sleepiest mobile app. This was great, Abby. I learned about bedtime stories, and now I'm ready to have you tell me one so I can finally fall asleep. After all, I need rest before recording more Who Smarted. Actually...
0: It's gotten a little late, and I have to record my Coco Sleep podcast. I can't tell you a bedtime story right now. I'm so sorry, trusty. That's okay,
2: Abby. No worries, trusty. Chet Nickerson here with another breaking news bulletin. Nope. I'll just listen to Coco Sleep. All right.
0: Well, I guess I'll be going. It's been fun chatting with you, the smarty pants, and everyone listening. Hello? Trusty narrator? I guess you fell asleep. Sweet dreams, everyone.
1: A big beautiful shout out to Bethany in London, England. Thank you so much for taking Who Smarted with you on long journeys. We love that you love learning interesting facts as much as we love telling them. Also, a big thank you to our friends at Sleepiest and Coco Sleep, Jenna Clark and Abby Offer, of course. That's Coco Sleep, K-O-K-O Sleep. This episode, Bedtime Stories, was written by Adam Tex Davis, Abby Offer, Jenna Clark, Susanna McLaughlin, and Jillian Rogerson, and voiced by Abby Offer, Adam Tex Davis, and Jerry Colbert. Technical direction and sound design by Josh Hahn. Who Smarted is recorded and mixed at the Relic Room Studios. Our associate producer is Max Kamaski. The theme song is by Brian Suarez, with lyrics written and performed by Adam Tex-Davis. Who Smarted was created and produced by Adam Tex-Davis and Jerry Kolber. This has been an Atomic Entertainment production.